Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 39. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Kind of settling into this fall weather. You know, it's pretty icky out here. Oh, I'm making chili today. Oh, that'll keep you warm. Beanless chili, you know, my low, no-carb thing. We'll see how it turns out. (laughs) Yeah, how do you do chili with no beans? I am substituting the beans with, like, grounded-up zucchini squash. Okay. We'll see how that works, right? Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, you have to use a lot of extra spice, you know? Yeah. But I I was getting a little depressed about the low, no-carb, you know? I'm coming up on a birthday. I always go on some stupid diet when I'm coming up on a birthday, you know? Yeah. But, um... But I finally lost four pounds. Oh, good for you. Yeah, so now I'm not so distressed over it. Good. What are we talking about today? Sociopathy and politicians. Okay, this should be interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm going off on one of my tangents. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi kind of triggered it. You know, she triggers things in me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Connor, I just don't get it. I don't get it because... You know, we have to behave and survive in society in a certain way. Yeah. And when I contradict myself, I feel guilty. Oh. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, in fact, I even get that red face syndrome, so I'm a really bad liar. (laughs) You know, I mean, my chest and my neck and my face all turned red, and it just doesn't work. I, I don't know why I was gifted with such a terrible thing, but nevertheless... Most people feel that way. When they lie or they feel guilty or they contradict themselves, they feel bad. Right. So why is it that we don't hold our politicians to that kind of truth and transparency? We elect people into office that do not have an organic ability to feel guilty. (laughs) And in fact, meet the definition of a sociopath. Right. You got a point there. Oh, my gosh. This morning, as I watched a clip of Nancy Pelosi claiming the proposed tax bill incites violence, I was taken back to one of my psych classes way back when, when the professor said, listen, folks, all politicians are sociopaths, some even psychopaths. It is impossible to endure the ridicule and lie with ease and without consequences for normal people. Now, you know, I was in school a while back. There are lots of things that have proven untrue that they they said in psych. Nevertheless, he has a point. Right. You see, normal people care too much because of emotions. Yeah. Now, physiologically, these emotions are regulated in the amygdala from within the brain. It reacts to stimuli. In other words, the amygdala processes incoming messages 
from our senses as well as from our other organs. And ultimately, our emotions are triggered in this place. Right. Most of us are normal. Most of us. Well, you know, normal (laughs) is relative. I understand that. But most of us have a conscience, okay? Generally speaking, the people we bestow with the most power seriously have a somewhat catastrophic disorder. They're crazy enough to do the job, maybe. You know, that's partly part of it. It's true. But clearly, related to their ability to form appropriate emotions, they're out to lunch. For these people, empathy is impossible. Now, they do learn to behave as if they have empathy, but it's acting. Nevertheless, sociopaths and psychopaths are often incredible actors. And quite frankly, they fool us. You know, we don't let epileptics drive cars. Right. For a damn good reason. Yeah. So why do we let sociopaths and psychopaths run our lives? This group of deficiently emotionally out-to-lunch individuals make up about 1% of our population. So if you ask me, when speaking of the bad 1%, you know how you're always hearing about the 1%, instead of hating on the wealthy, perhaps we should look at the 1% of nuts that have real power over our lives. The author of the wildly popular book, The Sociopath Next Door, um, Harvard professor Martha Stout said, politicians are more likely than people in the general population to be sociopaths. I think if I know expert in the field of sociopathy, psychopathy, and antisocial personality disorder who would dispute this, that a small minority of human beings literally have no conscience was and is a bitter pill for our society to swallow. But it does explain a great many things. Shamelessly, deceitful behavior being one. Please also note that Professor Stout believes one in 25 people are sociopaths. She believes that it's much more common. Interestingly enough, she does not differentiate much, if any, between sociopaths and psychopaths. Hmm. Most do. I found another study that is very interesting. In fact, it was actually done in 2014, and it is Titled The Masters of Manipulation, Psychopaths Rule the World. It is a case study on Obama and Petraeus. Hmm. And um, we'll have that up on our site, especially our sites where you can see the video. But what I would like to do is just read the part of this that really defines a psychopath. Okay. It does go on to talk more about why Obama, Petraeus, Hillary Clinton why they fit the description or the profile. Psychopaths dominate the halls of power in both the United States and throughout the world. The current economic, political, military, and legal system breeds psychopaths, rewarding psychopathic behavior and punishing those with conscience and integrity. Psychopaths will naturally be drawn to and converge at the apex of the power pyramid as much from their own drive for ambitious power as the hierarchical system that both requires and reinforces those who can comfortably operate without conscience, guilt, or any genuine level of empathy towards others. Psychopaths are in love with power and risk-taking, masters of manipulation, self-serving, opportunism, and self-aggrandizement, and hold doctorates in deceit and deception. 
Psychopaths are super intelligent charmers who are highly skilled at playing others in order to get what they want. They are keenly perceptive at reading people, understanding their motives and values, brilliant at learning their weaknesses and blind spots, and highly effective at inducing both sympathy and guilt in others. That pretty much describes every politician. It to does. A to a T. It absolutely does. And it, it's really frightening. I mean, it's easy to say Kim Jong-un is a psychopath. Yeah. But what about the others? What about the military people? Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Many of us could not withstand the level of scrutiny. Right. In fact, most of us probably cannot take much criticism. Right. At least not in the way it's handed to politicians. That's for sure. You're constantly under pressure. Yeah. And you're constantly, it's, it's being pointed out where you're, you're failing. Right. In public. How many times, exactly, how many times have we ran the tape of Nancy Pelosi saying, we must pass this bill to know what's in it? And then she goes right back out on that stage every time the Republicans put something out and says, they're doing this behind closed doors in the dark of night. That's one thing she said last week. Uh In the dark of night. We don't know what's in this book. It's scary. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Does she not realize they're showing those tapes up against her previous tapes over and over and over again? Wow. And, And she still gets up there like, how does she do that? And she's not the only one. I'm picking on her. This Roy Moore, yeah. the judge in Alabama that has now has all the complaints against him. Yes. I mean, he started invoking God last night into this mess. Lovely. He was saying this at a Baptist church, that this was a witch hunt. There were others saying that he was once banned from a mall for soliciting young girls. Wow. It also came out that He was removed from what should have been a lifetime bench appointment because he refused to recognize a decision made by the United States Supreme Court. Wow. Now, if that's not sociopathic, I don't know what is. You know, Hillary running around, you know, saying what happened and blaming others, a sociopath, will never, ever accept responsibility they'll never go oh gee connor i'm sorry that was my fault i banged it on the desk they would say you know the mailman came in here and banged it on my desk (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah It, it they can never accept it yeah you know they also will act upon what they know people want to hear Oh, for sure. And putting it in the light of a politician. It's like standing up over and over and over again while they're on the campaign trail saying, we're going to give you new taxes. We're going to, you know, give the middle class more money in their pockets. And we're going to get you better health care. And it's going to be cheaper. And then when they get to office, it's like, well, well, you know, that might not happen. Or We can only work 52 days a year. There's not a sense of responsibility. And then they become, like we've talked about a lot, part of this collective group thing. Right. Where, well, you know, we don't have all the members on board. and We want to get it exactly right. Well, you had seven years. <laughs> but they can still say that with a straight face. Believe me, if I had worked on a project for seven years and I had to come to you and I had to say, 
I don't have anything to show for it, I'd be at least embarrassed. No kidding. So would people that aren't psychopaths and sociopaths be able to be politicians? It might be much like my professor said. No, they, they couldn't. I would tend to agree with that. Um, now, I don't know about small town people that are on a city council or a school board. I mean, who knows? I don't think we're talking about that. But some of these guys take a lot of beatings in public. Yeah, and for sure. And it's, it's like it never happened. Yesterday, Jeff Sessions, the attorney general was on the witness stand before Congress being questioned for five and a half hours. Ouch. They were beating that man to a pulp. I mean, I'd walk out of there and I'd say, screw it. I'm never doing this again. Yeah. You know, I I don't know what he's, I don't, I, I can't verify what he's saying is true or not true or what he should remember, what he shouldn't remember. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little skeptical, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of Jeff Sessions. But nevertheless, they just, like, crucified him yesterday. And it's amazing how someone like that can take it. Yeah. Now, in an article from Scientific America, we will also have this kind of streaming on some of our sites. There is a psycho psychopathy assessment on former leaders, as well as Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Hillary Clinton, and Bernie Sanders. Now, this was done for the, I don't know, this was done probably in the spring of 2016, I believe it was. So we had a lot less information on these politicians than we had by the time the November elections rolled around and the information we have now. But they're very interesting. I think that if the assessment was done now, the results would be just a little bit different. But clearly, all of them were sociopaths. Of course, Bernie was the least. And, of course, they had Donald Trump as the worst. I think he's a little more empathetic than people might have thought a year and a half ago. So at least during some of the crises, he has very much impressed people with his empathy. Um, Is it an act? I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. We will never find out. Not truly, will we? Nope. The Russian debacle continues. Oh, lovely. Yeah, Yeah. it's not going away. I think I said that three months ago. It's not going away. And it just contradicts itself every step of the way. I, In fact, I even wrote on the top of my paper, freaking debacle. (laughs) Explosion. (laughs) I even wrote that down. BuzzFeed is reporting. That the wire transfers that, I don't know, they're, they're kind of saying started this whole mess. I, I'm not sure how anybody can know what started this whole mess. Right. So I, I kind of am leaving that, you know, decide for yourself. Anyway, these transfers from the Russian government to the Russian embassy that were labeled for the elections were actually for voting booths abroad for Russian citizens <laughs> to vote in Russia's September 18, 2016 election. <laughs> now, sources say, this is so crazy, that the Federal Bureau of Investigation is pouring through these bank statements from Citibank. Now, I really thought when we were talking about Russia putting money over here and wiring it to the embassy. We're talking about major big bucks. That one transfer, now there were others, but that got all the attention because it was labeled for the election was only $30,000. Wow. 
And in fact, in total, it was something like $380,000. Now, in the scheme of things, that's not much money. And $30,000 probably would be about what it might cost to set up voting booths for Russians living abroad in the United States so that they could vote appropriately and be counted in their own Russian election. Yeah, it makes total sense to me. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Every time they try to involve Russia more than they were actually involved. When you look at the stats on things like the the big Twitter thing and Facebook and Google, and it amounted to just about nothing. Yeah, I mean, they keep getting egg on their face, but I guess because they're sociopaths, it it doesn't affect them. I don't know. I don't know, but it was bound to come. And this all this sexual harassment stuff. Congress is the latest organization under fire for sexual harassment. Tuesday, Representative Jackie Spear, I believe she's of California, told a House panel there are two current congressmen, one a Republican and one a Democrat. They are serial harassers. Her statement and another by a third party, that third party one bothered me because she was telling about someone else, you know, and that always kind of concerns me, and a specific incident. Anyway, the whole thing has Speaker Ryan ordering the entire Congress to be educated in anti-sexual harassment training. Whether they need it or not. Absolutely. So at least it was like, you know, down party lines, one Republican, one Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. There was no discrimination there. No, there really wasn't. So, you know, it wasn't like all those Republicans. are. Yeah. Well, there were all those Democrats, you know, we're getting used to that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Trump intervened. And as a result, the three UCLA Basketball players accused of shoplifting in China are returning home. Actually, they have returned home. They just had a press conference. They did thank President Trump. Of course, he suggested in a tweet this morning they should thank him. They they could have gotten (laughs) three to ten years. They were looking at three to ten years. And they did, in fact, admit they had shoplifted because I was a little skeptical. They had taken some Louis Vuitton sunglasses. Oh, wow. They should be grateful. It is. We do not know how the university is going to handle it. I will tell you that Steve Alford, their coach, was uh, once a coach here. He is absolutely not going to take very kindly to that. No, um, not at all. He has very strong Midwestern values. In fact, it's, it's really hard for me to imagine him out in California. He once played ball for Bobby Knight. So... <laughs> I'm anxious to see. Of course, a lot of times it's not left up to the coach right? Uh, when things go to this kind of criminal type behavior. So we will see what happens to these kids. Yeah, something will. Uh, also happening in California, a shooting at a California elementary school. Wow. Um, killed four, wounded one. The shooter's dead, but they just found that he had killed his wife. Also, so they just huh. found her body a little while ago. I'm assuming in her house. I really don't know that yet. Wow. Why, so, why, why? I, You know, it's just getting old. And an elementary school, I mean, it's bad enough at a university, at a high school. But my gosh, these are little babies. Yeah, no kidding. That's just not, I, I just don't understand. Not cool. And uh, 
we talked about this the other day, the Penn State hazing case. Yes. The DA says they now have film that it can account for every minute from the time they took the first drinks until the authorities arrived to find Timothy Piazza dead from a fall after he had had 18 drinks in an hour and 22 minutes. Wow. And they did. Um, on one report last night, they said exactly what you did. He had not drank before. He was not a drinker. Hmm. And so just imagine how toxic that was for him. Yeah, no doubt. Shame. Very sad. Very. An unnamed actress has filed sexual battery charges against Harvey Weinstein for an incident, or I should say a couple of incidents, one in 2015 and at least one in 2016 in Beverly Hills hotel rooms. What so a we, piece of We will stay tuned for that. He needs to be locked up and Yeah, I mean, why away. is he not already locked up? Yeah. Untouchable friends. Exactly. You're exactly right. They, I read another case about um, Rose McGowan. She turned herself in yesterday on those charges from January that found traces of narcotics on something she left on a plane in January. Uh-huh, um, yeah, right. In oh, Virginia God. or something. I don't, I don't know. It's just she had to turn herself in. So that seems a little too coincidental. Yeah. I don't believe much in coincidences. No, no. That's, that's just too convenient. Somebody's been paid, and that's, that's the work of Weinstein. Oh, yeah, he was very powerful. Yeah. So, and to some extent, still appears to be pretty powerful. Yeah, he's in that untouchable group. You said that. Anyway, they're back. The Senate has attached Obamacare legislation to the tax bill. Oh. Now, they couldn't pass it before. Why they think they can now, I don't know. I know that Paul Ryan said exactly what I would. He said that Congress is not attaching Obamacare to its tax bill because they want the tax bill to pass. But if the Senate gets it through, they will visit that idea. Hmm. No word specifically on whether or not Trump wants this attached to the tax bill. It's one of those things. If it would pass like that, it would be a good thing. I don't know. They haven't had a lot of luck. No, that's for sure. I'm not sure I would do that. Yeah. It will remain to be seen, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's, this isn't over. Um, considering what's going on with this Roy Moore election, because he was a sure win before all this. I mean, in fact, he's still winning. As yeah, hard as I that can. seems. I mean, <laughs> well, Alabama is, a, you know, it is a Republican stronghold. Yeah. Nevertheless, they really need this tax bill passed before the election is the 12th. He would actually be sworn in or not on about the 22nd. So that pretty much means time has run out to mm. December 22nd to get anything like a tax bill or a recension of any sort of Obamacare mandates. Hmm. So they really, really are um, under the gun, you might say. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith that it's going to happen. I don't either. I really don't. A part of me, they still haven't convinced me that the middle class, uh, uh, you know, a significant amount of middle class people 
aren't going to be paying more taxes. Right. And that is very dangerous to the economy. Uh, definitely in agreement there. Yep. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become a victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. And Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace. And thanks for listening, everybody. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.